Welcome to the Impactful Engineer Project. I'm Steve Maxey, and with my co-host and brother Jake, we are here to bring you guidance, fresh ideas, and the tools to help you become an impactful engineer. Today on the Impactful Engineer, I am here again with my brother Stephen for an authentic conversation around engineering and personal development. Our goal is to create an environment for career excellence targeted toward engineering professionals. We believe that being open about what we've learned in our own careers will benefit others in their unique journey of engineering. Ultimately, we want people to have fulfilled careers and be inspired to become the best versions of themselves. Today, we're going to cover a couple of things, a couple of quick topics here that we think are pretty high value um, and that most people won't realize they're in uh, early enough. So we're going to give you a heads up, right? Um, the two talking points today are don't ghost people. So ghosting people at work <laughs> uh, and don't recreate the wheel. Right. So um, spending all that time doing something that uh, somebody else has already done and done it well enough uh, so you don't have to. So uh, I guess I'll jump right into our first talking point, uh, ghosting. So, um, Steve, from an engineering manager's perspective, uh, why is what is this? Why is it bad? What do you tell your team uh, to do to combat it? Well, you know, what would you like to see them do about it? Well, I'm going to start off with nothing infuriates leadership as much as being ghosted by direct reports. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's everyone gets super mad at it. So and it's very common with the uh, um, new engineers, right? Because they're just not used to the, um, you know, the the pressures of, of leaders asking them, um, you know, for deliverables quickly via email. Um, so it, yeah, it's a simple concept. Um, typically, um, say, a, a you know, a director of engineering will, will reach out to um, uh, an engineer and ask for some information on, on a topic. And, you know, they, they convey that they need a, a quick answer. And if the engineer doesn't know the answer right away, what I've seen often is they will not respond until they know the answer because you know they don't want to um show that they're incompetent right it, it it's a you know, it, they're fearful of looking like they're not up to the task hmm. but it's the exact opposite right um when you don't respond it looks like you're either ignoring them or you know that you don't know the task um or or, or the the subject matter so you know who cares about any of that nobody they just want an answer exactly <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, if you don't know the answer um, and, you know, you won't be able to find out that answer until, say, tomorrow, you need to respond and be like, hey, I don't have that right now. I will get that for you as soon as possible. I will follow up in the morning and let you know where I'm at. Super simple fix for that. And they will be very appreciative because now they're not going to think about that until tomorrow. Right. They're going to focus on another task that they have to uh, manage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, or, or they could go, oh, shoot, you're not the guy 
uh, to give you the answer. My bad. I need it in the next hour. Let me go. Yeah. Let me go get the person that that can give me the answer. And that's not a a dig on you. That's that's your part. You're playing your part in keeping that task moving along. You exactly. don't you don't want to be the person not giving the answer, and then you still can't figure it out the next day, and then you then they have to go to somebody else. They could have used that info twenty four hours earlier, right? It's it's not about yep. a dig on anyone. It's about the flow of information. Hey everyone, if this discussion brings up additional questions to the forefront of your mind, I encourage you to head over to impactfulengineer.com and sign up for a newsletter with your question. We may answer your inquiry directly on the podcast or even ask our guests to get their insight. If you're just enjoying the episode and want to make sure you never miss additional impactful content, you can still sign up for the newsletter without a question. And as always, you can reach out and follow us on LinkedIn under the impactful engineer. Yep. Yeah. And you know, when you get that, that request initially, um, you don't need to respond. Hey, I don't know that answer right away. You can, if you don't know the answer, but you may uh, know another engineer that's on the team that might know the answer. You can go to that engineer first and be like, Hey, um, so-and-so is asking this question. Do you know, or know of someone who knows the answer to this? Um, find out that first. Um, because then you can respond and be like, Hey, I don't know this answer, but Jake over here on this other team, he knows, uh, he CC'd, uh, Jake, can you follow up please? Yeah. Yeah. And Done. you've already set that up. So you, now you're just connecting the two parties together. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like that, Steve. I love that a lot, actually. The do a little bit of data collection first and then come back with something semi-prepared. Um, but yeah, don't just ignore it. The, the And the more you do this stuff, the better you'll get at it, um, of course. And, I'm, and I don't mean you'll start figuring out answers. I mean, you'll get better at keeping information flowing um, and learning who knows what and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, do you know... For every single thing that comes in that someone asks you or assigns you, do you know the immediate answer of, oh, uh, do I send an email back saying I'll get it to you tomorrow? Do I say, oh, I'll have that to you in an hour? Probably not. You'd probably just do it and give it to them in an hour and they'd be happy with that. Um, do I need to get up and go ask people? Do I need to do some internet research? Like you'll get better at knowing what path you need to take or do I need to look at a code book or whatever um, the more you do it. So you should be practicing this anyway. Because then you're quicker to getting to the resources that are uh, uniquely qualified to apply to that situation or the task, right? So it helps multiple multiple ways. Um, yeah, and uh, sometimes if you are, are get a request and you don't understand the request, um, you know, obviously you don't want to be ghosting them uh, because you don't want to show that you don't understand. You just respond and be like, "Hey, I need a little additional clarity here. You know, are you asking this?" Or are you asking this? Or, you know, I need a little additional details to to figure out, um, you know, uh, what kind of response you need. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And it's, I mean, it's it's all about learning, right? So ask this a couple of stupid questions and, and each person is going to be different that you talk to as well. So then you're going to get to know that person and how they handle what you need. So the next time they give you the task, they'll be like, oh, by the way, Here's, here's what I need and here's the time, but here's these extra things that you can go look at real quick. And they'll take the extra little two minutes to put in some helpful hints because um, they know that you'll need it to get going. And that's awesome, right? But if you've never asked them or come across that question um, and, and pushed back or, or asked for clarity, like they won't know. They'll just think, oh, every time I send something, 
Jake handles it, uh, and then it comes back to me. Or every time I send something, he disappears for a while, and then he's not really that um, trustworthy to get it done. Or whenever I send Jake something, I get this automatic reply like, I don't know. <laughs> or, you know, so the more you work with that person, the more they'll get to know you and know how you like to receive information um, and how they can best help you to help them. Right. But being quiet about it and ghosting everybody and going to suffer on your own, trying to figure it out because you don't want to show anybody that you're incompetent at it is is the absolute worst way to do it, in my opinion. Um, Absolutely. That, it sounds like a, a really old way of working. And uh, we're definitely in a much far removed new way of working these days. Um, that's that's a lot better, in my opinion. But I think this is part of it. Right. Getting the flow down, flow of information. Um, some some pitfalls, but that I would like to discuss, but that are okay, in my opinion, uh, to jump into in the very beginning, right? So maybe you'll start implementing this and then you're following up too quickly. Or maybe the person giving you the information is going, man, all I ever get is a follow-up when I really just want to send the email and just have it be done. Um, but like I said earlier, it's going to speed up the process and you're going to learn a lot. And I would recommend just phone calls. A lot of people use Teams today uh, or, or whatever messenger. Um, and I've noticed that some people will refuse to even type a message and hit enter when the little status icon says busy. It, it, it's like, it's like your bot, like that. I don't understand. It doesn't matter what the status says on their teams. Hey, saw your email, have questions. When you get a chance, call me that way. It's in their court now. But if that's not the way they, the only, you know, thing that could happen is that that's not the way they like to be communicated with. They prefer you to send email backs, oh, an email back. Okay. Send the email. I'm just saying, send something. Okay. You immediately know that you don't know the answer or need more help. Immediately reply and say, when you're available, let's talk about this. All right. So you can get your questions in. Um, I like picking up the phone. Uh, it's an immediate thing and they don't have to answer it. Right. Um, you find out that the person personally is super annoyed when they're because st they are a status Nazi and they say, when my status is red, I do not want you to text me. Well, then don't do it when it's red. But I, but, you know, you'll learn. You'll learn that uh, most people think probably are OK with it. Um, so that's one. Uh, and I'd like to turn this around into a different direction just real quick before we we head on to recreating the wheel. Uh, and if Steve, you have anything else, definitely chime in. But I mean, this is I, a simple, I have one, simple concept. Yeah, I, so. yeah you, you go ahead. But I, I have one final thing. Perfect. Um, to, perfect. To enter this. Yeah. All right. So we're going to shift gears just a little bit and, and talk about um, project delivery days or, or when you are on the team that is uh, delivering by, uh, you know, end of day or close of business or, you know, whatever. The thing's got to go out. Um, be available until the until you see proof undeniable proof that it has gone out and it ain't coming back, right? Then, then you can consider yourself free from that assignment and, and to walk away and be unavailable. Um, there's, I've been a part of and still see it going on a little bit. Um, some people are better than others, but being on a team where there's, there, there's always those little things to pick up. You think you're done. You've kind of given your assignment and you said, here it is. Like, that's it. You know, you're at the, point where it's like I've released it you know someone else packages it up and sends it that's great but but until you see it delivered with your own eyes 
or or someone has told you, okay, it's done, we're done, like be available because they could see something at the very end. Like, oh man, I was about to deliver this, but this whole page got messed up between you sending it to me and me like putting it in my email attachment. It just got messed up somehow and I don't have the software to get in it. I need you to help. And then an hour later, you don't hear from them and it's like, uh, so just be available, right? Um, is, is, is something that's going to make people want to continue to have you on their team during those times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and the last thing that I wanted to add on to this was if you communicate that you're going to follow up at a certain time, make sure you follow up at that time, whether you have the answer or not. Um, all, all too often I've seen people not because they don't have the answer and it's just another form of ghosting, ghosting, right? So make sure you follow up, uh, when you say you are going to, and you will show integrity and that you're going to be a reliable person to ask questions. Absolutely. And if you find yourself having to follow up a lot saying, I don't have the answer, well then stop promising things in such short intervals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But at least let that be the indicator of something needs to change. Don't let, hey, I'm not following up when I say I will be the indicator that something's wrong. Let, uh, let hey, you follow up too frequently be the, uh, be the indicator, right? Do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. And you'll succeed in pretty much anything you'd ever do, right? Yeah. Um, it's a very it's a massive concept. confidence booster too. Yes. Yes. Uh, some people like to under promise and over deliver. And there's times for that. Um, doing that too much, in my opinion, is not a good thing. It just shows that you don't know how to schedule your work. <laughs> um, but at least do the things that you say you're going to do. And as far as recreating the wheel, so I think we're ready to move on to that one. Um, I, I see this, it, I mean, of course, brand new at anything, um, but in, in, in engineering, for sure, um, people will disappear and try to figure out the thing that you gave them. Um, or the learning that you uh, assign to them or a simple task and, and just really try to figure it all out by themselves. Um, when really, I think that's a mistake if it's overused uh, and it's overused a lot in the beginning. I think what would be more valuable is if you spent a minimal amount of time thinking over the concepts and what you're going to do, but then utilizing the resources that you have at your disposal, which is the company that you just joined has been doing this forever. And someone has the answer to what you're trying to figure out. They've already solved your problem at a very small level to a very high level. And while it's valuable and people will appreciate you not asking them so many questions about every little thing and figuring some stuff out, you need to play the game of uh, balancing that act. And, and asking questions when you should be asking questions to keep that timeline reasonable. Um, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't take hours. So say my, my engineering director uh, right now has a rule. And I mean, this will show you how much I listen to him. <laughs> but here's the gist. If you're stuck more than a certain percentage of time that was allotted to the entire task that you're taking on a single step, you should be stopping and going and asking, how do I get to the next step? Somebody bridge this gap for me because I'm stuck. I'm getting nowhere. I've done this research. Here's what I've tried to figure out on my own. I went to this project folder and I pulled out this tool and I asked this person to point me in the right direction. And then I did some Google research. I looked at the code. 
you know, I, I'm, I'm starting to get it, but I'm spending too much time. Let's, you know, get me over the hump here. And that's going to be all you need to be armed with um, for someone to really appreciate helping you over to the next hump. I mean, don't go with nothing. Oh, well, what have you considered? Nothing. I just came here to ask you because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> that's going to be, you're going to fall right on your face, right? But um, play that game. Uh, and, I, and I think it was like 20% or something like that. If you're stuck on the same, you have four hours, five hours, six hours on, uh, has been allotted to the task and you're stuck one to two, like you really got to start getting over that hump, right? Um, so that was the point I want to make on recreating the wheel. Don't disappear and think that you need to redo the whole thing and come up with your own unique solution to this problem that's been solved a hundred thousand times already. Um, and use the resources around you and ask good questions. Yeah, you pretty much nailed it. Um, don't have too much to add there. I mean, if there's nothing else to add, there's nothing yeah. else to add. Um, yeah. I just wanted to bring it to people's attention uh, that this could happen um, and probably still happens uh, pretty often. I mean, I, I've stepped into that trap a few times, you know, it's like, dude, the, the, this guy knows the answer. He knows how it's been done for a long time. He can coach you real quick, pick up that phone and call him, you know, you're not bothering anybody. I, that's that's one thing that I've heard a lot uh, from from some people is that they think they're just being a bother that they should be able to figure it out. It's like, <clears throat> I'm sure that person that you think you're bothering would love for you to learn really fast and turn things around quickly with a little bit of assistance, five to 10 minutes uh, out of their day is not that much, right? So yeah, I think uh, um, something I will add though is to help prevent you from getting to this point. It, when you're stuck on something for about an hour um, and you can't figure it out, get up, go for a walk, you know, work on something else for a half an hour or an hour and then go back to it because you'll come back with a fresh uh, perspective and you you might be able to uh, solve the problem a, a lot quicker on your own then. And if you still are stuck after that point, then you're, you at least know the right questions to ask and you should be asking the questions. Yeah. Do a little reset of your, of your brain. Get it out of that high frequency mode of just like, ah, because when you can't figure something else out, uh, in a timely manner, then you start feeling that pressure, right? And that's just going to cloud your judgment even further. Um, yep. So take a walk, come back with a fresh mind. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. Um, as long as it's within that time frame, I'd say. Uh, oh, of course. Of, of follow up. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it, guys. That's the show today. Uh, two topics that I think are are valuable to know how they show up in the workplace and how to treat them and some, you know, strategies on how to get um, get around them or at least avoid them from from taking too much of a toll. Um, so just to recap, ghosting, just don't do that. <laughs> um, get back to people. You know what? Communicate, right? Uh, set those expectations. The, the thing people do not want to be doing, and think about this for yourself, uh, is wondering what's happened or what is happening or what's going to happen with the thing that they need done. They have this loose end, right? And it's in another person's hands and it depends on that person. They don't want to be left in the dark, you know, about that. Uh, and then recreating the wheel. I mean, if, if you want to really suffer and, and take the solitary path and, and not use uh, all the great minds that are around you, that's fine. Um, I just recommend that you don't do that uh, and that in six months, to a year at your first job, if you do do that, you're going to be way behind. You're going to be way behind and you're going to be seen as someone that takes too long to do things. 
Um, it happened with, with someone that I've, uh, worked with in the, my current company right now. Um, that perception was strong. They were super smart dude and just like really cared about the work, but you know, they didn't reach out a whole lot. Didn't, didn't even kind of let us know that, um, things were going wrong or that they needed extra support. Um, so communicating that, right. I know that's kind of, it's getting off the topic, but, um, really communicating is, is the key. So, all right, guys, that's it. Steve, you got any last words? Nope. Shake of the head. Not at all. No. All right. No, this is a short and sweet, uh, couple topics, um, and more actionable than, than, uh, a lot of things we've been talking about lately. Awesome. Do it tomorrow. Think about these things and see how they show up for you tomorrow and see if you're trapped and find a way out. Hey guys, I hope you had a great time listening. Maybe you learned something new. Maybe you got inspired or at least took one thing away that you'd be able to use. Maybe you just had a good laugh. Impactful Engineering's hope and mission is that through this podcast, we can play a small part in expanding the reach and awareness of engineering and all of its many areas of application. The multiple engineering career paths available can be hugely rewarding as part of a fulfilled life, creating opportunity to impact nearly everyone in the modern world. An engineer's work helps to foster creation of new technologies, create safe and comfortable environments in which people can work, and lends to the sustainable future of everyone on the planet. The world needs more impactful engineers. Our vision is to provide engineers with the perspective and the tools to allow themselves the opportunity to become the most impactful engineers they can be. Included in our vision is to grow the impactful engineering community to a point where we can provide full-ride scholarships to students in every single U.S. state every single year. This is an enormous goal, and with your help, we can get there. To start, we will continue to execute this mission in the way that we know how, having conversations, telling stories, and talking about what we find interesting and are passionate about. If the episode made you think, made you object, made you think you could possibly be doing something more with your day, or brought about an idea that you could spend more time on developing further, please share the show or recommend it to your friends. Even if you didn't personally think it was a huge help, there may be someone that you know that could benefit from it, and that's all we can ask for. Until next time on the Impactful Engineer Podcast.